Hello, America and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Corey Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Easley, and welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. And bringing to the stage, it's uh, one of my biggest dreams in life is to be a game show host. Um, Eventually. You know, you come out, you wear a suit, you do like a fun little pocket square. It's poofing out of your pocket. And um, you smile a lot and you get to make people happy. It's one of those jobs that makes people happy. They love, you watch a game show, you see the guy come out, he's smiling, he's stoked. Everybody's happy to see him, you know what I mean? You see when people, when, when you watch Family Feud and people see Steve Harvey when he comes out, they're fucking pumped about it, you know? He's one of those guys that I'd love to meet him. I'd love to meet Steve Harvey. I'd be stoked about it. There's a few, I got a list of people. You know, I haven't heard somebody talk about being starstruck in a long time, but Steve Harvey's a guy, I don't I don't want to say that I'd be starstruck if I met him, although I, I you know, throughout my whole life I feel like he's been on TV and I did like the Kings of Comedy a lot as a young man, as a young boy, young lad, me and the lads. Um he uh he's a guy that I'd be really excited to meet. I feel like you know when you see when you meet a celebrity and it's gonna sound really fucking stupid, but you know when you meet a celebrity and they start talking and you're like, wow, you really are you. You know what I mean? You really are you. It's really him or it's really her. You know, um, I had the luxury of in my past job uh, being able to actually meet a lot of movie stars and famous people, and I thought that, and and you know sometimes I didn't really give a shit. No offense to those people. They don't know who they are anyway, so because they don't know who the fuck I am, because I ain't shit, right? Um, but I, sometimes I, you know, this wasn't my person. Everybody's got their people, you know what I mean? And it's really interesting if you talk to somebody who's someone that they'd be starstruck by. If fucking Eddie Murphy walked into my apartment right now, I would probably, you know, I don't think I'm, I don't think I have the capacity to pass out. I remember one of them listening to this toxic masculinity. I remember one time one of my boys passed out, and I made fun of him about it for a long time. A really long time. Um, you know, I kept calling him a bitch. Um, so, yeah, no, I, uh, I'd i be stoked if Eddie Murphy walked in. I'd be stoked if fucking... I'd be excited, honestly, to meet Jennifer Lopez. I'd be stoked to meet Jeff Goldblum. I feel like he's one of those guys, if I was like facing a different direction and I heard his voice, I would know it was him. I like him a lot for some reason. I haven't even seen a lot of movies of his. I just like him. I just think he's cool. You know what I mean? I feel like he'd like me. I think Seth uh, Rogen said that in a movie one time. Another guy I like. um, Another guy whose voice is very distinct. I feel like your voice will get you to so many different places. Look at James Earl Jones. This man got to be Mufasa. And then he got to sit in a fucking room and... And just voice record over himself being Darth Vader. Didn't even have to walk around dressed up as Darth Vader. He just got to fucking just be him because he's got such a powerful voice. Meanwhile, he was on the fucking telephone commercials when I was a kid. And now you can download an app called Pray where James Earl Jones reads you the entire Bible. So if you want to brush up on your Old Testament, hop on the fucking Pray app and listen to James Earl Jones tell you about how motherfuckers didn't wear shoes back then. They just walked around with dirty ass feet, and if somebody washed your fucking feet, it was like a sign of 
It was like the equivalent of walking into somebody's house now and they hang up your coat for you and give you a drink. You know what I mean? Hey, man, can I clean your feet for you? It was it was one of those kind of situations. But yeah, your voice will get you uh, your voice will get you pretty far. You know what I mean? And I'll be honest with you. If I met the rock, I would faint. And then my friend now can call me a bitch for fainting. Um, you know what I mean? He's uh, he's a guy that I've looked up to my entire life. And when I was a young lad, when his book, The Rock Says, came out, when I was in middle school, I actually begged my mom to let me play hooky so she could take me down to Barnes & Noble in Manhattan. And I can get the book the day it came out. And you know what's crazy? I went to Barnes & Noble after that and the book was still there. Isn't it so funny when you think about the amount of times that you've you've treated shit like you were never going to be able to do it again? You know what I mean? Like, you're like, I got to get this shit the first day. It's like, I got to see the movie the first day it comes out. Remember going to the movies? You go on that Friday night when the movie came out and the fucking theater was packed. And if you're like from the Bronx like me, you go to the movies and you got a bunch of assholes that won't shut the fuck up and let you watch the movie. So for me, I actually prefer to watch to see the movie at the theater a couple of weeks after it's been out. Right. So the theater is a little bit more empty and you're less likely to get interrupted. And and I was actually recently thinking about the fact that how much I miss DVD special special features. I miss outtakes and deleted scenes and I miss director's commentary. And cast commentary where they sit down and they break it down for you almost to the point where you're just like you feel like you get to be a part of the experience. You know, we don't have that anymore with all this Netflix stuff. And I'm not and I'm not bitching because, you know, it's cool to be able to pause a movie in the middle of it and go take a shit halfway through the movie. Like, ah, I can't hold it anymore. If you do that at the movie theater, you feel like you wasted 30 bucks. Or how much ever much a fucking movie t- ticket costs. I remember when I was a kid, it was like six dollar movie Tuesdays you can go see whatever you want or you can be and you can be one of those people that just walks around in the theater and just keeps watching other movies and nobody gave a shit even though we acted like they did right you got like some security guard monitoring the hallway at the movie theater with a sash on it says hall monitor on a sash and he's like hey you and he like knows you know what I mean can you imagine them being super strict like hey didn't you uh didn't you go see Godzilla? Remember Godzilla with Matthew Broderick? Yeah. But now I'm hearing talks about movie theaters potentially reopening. And I think that's cool. You know, safely, social distanced. You know, I don't want to sit next to other people at the movie theater anyway. Right? You know, before COVID, I used to be like, oh, fuck, other people, other people's stuff. I don't know about you guys, but, you know, before COVID, to me, I didn't like motherfuckers being all up in my face anyway. Remember when you'd be on public transportation and you would hear somebody fucking coughing like a lung was about to pop up out of their fucking mouth and you'd be like, what the fuck? Like, why would you leave your house like that? This has been like a real lesson to a lot of people like that just don't get it. You know, there's people that will come to work sick. You get sneezing and shit all over their hand, snot, carrying around a box of Kleenex. And then you know what happened? We didn't learn our lesson. You know, everything fucking ends up having a breaking point. Something's got to give. And it gave. And now people are throwing birthday parties for a cat. You show up. Everybody gets COVID. And now Trevor Noah talks about it. All right.
So yeah, life has changed a lot. 2021, first month is almost over. Um, it's been pretty chill. It's been pretty regular. You know, everybody's like, yo, um, what's the interesting thing about Inauguration Day was it just felt normal. And now politics is boring again. And now people are talking about GameStop and hedge funds and stuff. People that don't, people will just start volunteering information. I was at the, I was at the pharmacy, aka Dwayne Reed. No, I was at Walgreens. They're all the same, right? You either have a Walgreens, a CVS, a Dwayne Reed, or a fucking, I think that's it, next to your house. And you go there, it's you, it's convenient. I'm a 7-Eleven kind of guy. You go in there and you're just like, no, nah, but these stores have more options of shit you need. Like, if you need lotion, you're not going to go to 7-Eleven for lotion. You know what I mean? Depending on what that lotion is for, am I right? Uh, so you, I'm there, I'm paying for my shit at the register, dude at the register's like, hey man, I bought some stocks in AMC, and this shit is crazy right now, and I'm like, in a rush, but how do you make it look like you're in a rush while you have a mask on, right, so you take your mask down, you sneeze in his face, you take your shit, you say, I don't want a bag or a receipt, and then you run the fuck out of there, it's funny, like, a big trending thing has been, uh, wellness and and taking care of the environment which is really cool you know so you start and it's another thing it's funny when you start doing stuff and you feel like you're contributing to uh the greater good it makes you feel good about yourself and it also to some people it kind of almost people start kind of acting a little bit like they're holier than thou too right like it's like a slippery slope you know what i mean you see somebody Who's not recycling. I'm not going to lie. I'd be the first person to fucking admit. I hate when I see someone littering. I talk about this shit all the time. It pisses me off. And I used to have a friend that said, hey, man, that's a one-way ticket to fucking... Uh, this person's going to be... Spend life in prison. This person's going to have a horrible life because they're a bad person. Because they're fucking throwing shit on the ground. And they don't give a fuck about anything but themselves. And I don't know, it might be a little extreme, but also sometimes I believe it, depending on the person. Because we all judge books by their covers, seriously. We all look at wine bottles and we look at the label and we see how cool it is before we decide to take it home. Not for nothing, I'm a sucker for good packaging. You know what I mean? If I order something online, it shows up, packaging is nice, I'm hooked. And I'm loyal too. I'm a loyal motherfucker. Um, I'm so fucking loyal. Um, the, the, the actual thing that I was really thinking about earlier today was emergency contacts. I was talking to someone recently and they were talking about like just the idea of when I say emergency contact and I think about, we've all been there where we're filling out paperwork and at the bottom of it, it's like, is there anyone you'd like to add as an emergency contact in the event of an emergency? And if you're in a relationship with someone, that probably should be like whether you're they're married to you or they're like long term partner. You, that person should probably be your emergency contact, right? That's what you would think. That's what I would think. I mean, my wife is my emergency contact, but then I started thinking about it. I was just like, what if you don't? What if you're like a loner? Like, who do you put? Who do you put as your emergency contact? The person who you're fucking getting interviewed by? The person that you're signing up on the thing for? Hey, man, can I use you? I actually have had people ask me if I could use them as their emergency, if they could use me as their emergency contact in the past. I've had that happen. And I said, no. No, fuck you. 
We're not even friends. No, I um, I will be anybody's emergency contact that needs. Because deep down inside, I've always wanted to be a superhero. But the only power I think is bullshit is the power to turn invisible. And that's just me. You know what I mean? Why the fuck would I need to turn invisible? Unless I ran into someone on the street that I didn't want to talk to. That would be a great time. Or if I wanted to be a magician. But I don't even think that it's possible to turn invisible. And have you seen the new Invisible Man movie? It's pretty fucked up. I just, I don't know about you guys. I don't know if you've been watching like movies with like graphic violence in them. But I feel like over the last two or three years, maybe five, um, movies that have like someone getting their fucking throat slit or someone shooting themselves in the head, they've just become like more prevalent. I just watched this Joaquin Phoenix movie, and I don't want to spoil it, but there is a scene. I'm not going to tell you the name of the movie, but, I mean, you can probably guess if you follow his career. In which there is a there's a suicide scene, and I'll be honest with you, it's a, it's a fucking, uh, it's pretty graphic. To the point where it looks so realistic that I'm just like, I feel too comfortable watching this shit. And it's because I've spent the last two or three years... Watching really fucked up movies with really violent, horrible scenes that are realistic to the point where, like, I have nightmares that aren't even, like, about any of the shit that I watch in those movies. My nightmares are, like, actual things in life that have become inconvenient or can be an inconvenience to me. That's a nightmare because it just slows down my pace. You know what I mean? It's just disruptive of my plans. But... Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. I, I, I feel like the uh, the the violence, just gratuitous violence in these movies, has like gone. This has like leveled up in a way, almost in a way that I'm not sure if I'm comfortable with yet. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. I'll let you know. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's really weird. I saw this thing. Um, I saw this post earlier. On social media about this woman who was talking about she was getting catcalled. And she was like, I don't ever respond to getting catcalled. So why is this dude, why do dudes do it? And I'll be honest with you, I don't, I'm not out and about. You know what I mean? I'm like at work and I'm at home. So I didn't even know that people were still in position to be catcalled. Uh, I'm not even be. I'm not even trying to be funny. Like I'm dead ass serious. But uh, I'm gonna tell you, as a man who grew up in the hood, and I and I was around this shit a lot. Dudes who catcall still do it because somebody has responded positively to it. You know what I mean? We gotta we gotta make sure that we're all uh, doing our part <laughs> to stop people from being gross. Right, so if you want, we got to talk to our friends who are responding to the catcalling, right? Being like, hey, what's up? You know what? This is cool and I like this. Some people like it, right? But then again, it's like, who am I to tell somebody if they do like being catcalled that they're wrong? You know what I mean? It's just some people don't get it, you know? Some people don't read social cues well. Do I feel like Violence is the answer? No. But do I feel like if somebody puts their hands on you, you should be able to kick them in the nuts? Yeah, I do believe that. 
I believe that shit. You should be able to kick somebody right in the fucking balls. And I don't give a fuck how big the person is. If you kick somebody in the balls, they're going down. Trust me. And the way I discovered getting kicked in the balls, this is how I discovered getting kicked in the balls. I'm going to tell you right now. I had to be... I had to be like 12 years old. Right? And I had one of them blue handballs. Me and my brother, we used to share a bedroom, so we were just doing these bounce passes across the room to each other with this blue handball, which is cool because it's a small ball, you know, you work on your hand-eye coordination, and I still can't fucking catch to save my life. Like, if somebody ran across the street and said, if you don't catch this ball, I'm going to fucking run you over with a tractor trailer, and then I'm going to put that tractor trailer in reverse and run you over a second time, (laughs) I'm getting fucking ran over by a tractor trailer. Twice. Um, because I wouldn't catch the ball. You understand. I, I, so we were doing it and this is how I know this is actually proving my point even further. I throw the ball to my brother. He catches it. He throws it to me. I catch it. I throw it to him. He catches it. It's a pretty mellow game. Pretty easy. I don't even know if you would call it a game. It's kind of just, this is just what we do now. This is where we live. If you're ever doing something you're like, fuck, is this just, is this just, is this it now? Is this just my life? So I thought that we were going to be sitting there playing catch forever. Turns out that's not the case. But I did miss one. My brother threw the ball a little too short. I went dough for it, and it hit me, tapped me, right? It grazed my balls. Boom. Grazed me. Just a graze. And it was the most painful fucking thing that you could imagine. And my little mind was warped. So that's every dude's Achilles heel. And hey, listen. We all knew this, but I just want to remind people. Sometimes, you know, it's nice to be reminded. It's like an affirmation. You look at yourself in the mirror every day and you go, you're awesome, you're worthy, you're enough, and you're not fat, you're just big boned, right? So anytime um, you feel like somebody's doing something you don't like, kick them in the nuts. Kick them straight in the fucking balls, right? Male or female, doesn't matter. Kick, you kick somebody in the balls, they're going to feel it. I don't give a fuck who they are, what they look like. You know what I mean? I don't care if they're your friend. I don't care if they're a stranger. I don't care if they're your mom. Kick them right in the balls. And on that note, shoot me a message. Guys, uh, you guys have been a fucking fancy. You guys have been a wonderful audience. You guys have been great. Uh, thank you for listening to the show. Like it, share it, subscribe it. Subscribe to it and uh, shoot me an email if you want to holler at your boy, if you want to correct me if I'm wrong, if you want to tell me I'm an idiot. Eh, you know, you could probably keep that to yourself. But you can send me an email at CoreyHasAPodcast at gmail.com and I will gladly get back to you or answer any of your questions live here on the show. And my Instagram is CoreyEasley underscore. Hey, thank you guys. Have a wonderful day.